man. I said I said it yesterday. Once you get to this time of the year, PJ, time is a flat circle. Absolutely. Like nobody cares whatsoever about <laughs> structure, about times you have to be at work. They don't care about really anything until after what January like second or third. Yeah, you got to give it a, at least. At least I'd say 48 hours into the new year before everyone's recovered and fully invested in what that new year is and and is bringing. Um, and then of course you have all the fake. Let's be let's be honest. You have all the fake new year, new energy, new year, new, new all this stuff new I'm year, doing. New year, new me. Yeah, that's gonna last three days because you just jump into it just way too much. Because like you've already had that half month of just like you said. Not caring. It's the holidays, man. Like, just that energy is, is thrown off. Like, you have a, a great energy, but it's for a different reason than, than the normal stuff, that the normal just every day that you go through and that, that you normally have to have energy for. It's for a complete... So your body's just kind of out of whack. You take those 48 hours. You do the whole New Year, New Me thing for three days. And then... You actually yeah, they, get back in the sink, I think. They say this time of the year is like where gyms have like the biggest spike yeah, in yeah. memberships. And I'm not going to say uh, which gyms out there, but it is it is kind of a scam now where you sign up for the gym and it's like you have to, to get out of it. It's not just, hey, I want to cancel my membership. It's we need a written note to our corporate office mm-hmm. to cancel your membership. And, oh, by the way, we no longer have – we no longer just use your credit card or debit card, so you can't just like cancel your debit card. Like we have your bank account information, and so it's gonna it's gonna take a lot for you to cancel this. It starts it's like it's a nine ninety nine a month for the first six months, and after that it's like boom twenty nine ninety nine a month. Like they uh, <laughs> they just don't read the fine print, folks. Absolutely. When you're out there signing up for those gym memberships that you might use for a month, like like PJ said, if you if you have a New Year's resolution, start now. Right. Get a buffer. If, you, if, you, if yeah. your thing is if your thing is I want to eat better. Mm-hmm. Start now. I know it's hard during the holidays. It doesn't have to be hard. Like, like that. that's a really good strategy. Start, especially if it's eating better, start eating better for the first little bit before Christmas. Take Christmas. Do whatever you want, man. Do whatever you want, maybe well, even they the say, day after. So like with but anything, then get back into that grind With anything, a bit, 100% is not realistic. I know there's people out there like that. Right. I listen to the Alpha podcasts and... Like, I'm going to be this person and I'm going to be 100%. Like, that, it, it's just not realistic to be perfect at anything, right? Lord knows we're not on here. Yeah. Uh, but I think the most experts say if you're trying to do something, trying to change something, 85%. If you can be 85% consistent, then that will become a part of your routine. It will become a part of your life. And so we're talking about, like we said, what a majority of people, when they, when they start a new year, the, the New Year's resolution is I'm going to eat better. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start getting back into shape. If you can be 85% consistent, yeah, you're going to be good to go. That's a B, man. That's that, a B too. average. Let's go. You know, Bs get degrees. <clears throat> exactly. So do Cs and so do Ds, but you know. Right. But, but if you can, if you can yeah. hold on, if you can hold on to 85%, and you know what that 15% gives you? Pig out on Christmas, man. Yeah, why not? Go pig out the next day, too, with all leftovers. It's yeah. fine. You got those friends you haven't seen in two yeah. or three weeks? So go, go out. Have a good time with them. But get back onto it the next day and, and moving forward and... Get back to that eighty-five percent, the the rest of the time. No, but so don't don't compl- wait for don't wait for New Year's. Yeah, couldn't agree with that more. Start now. For if sure. If you were thinking about getting back into shape, just 
go run a mile right now. And that's really for Unless anything. You're in your car, I mean, yeah. If you're in your car, get to a safe place first, and then go run a mile. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's for anything. You want to read more books? I don't know why you would want to. But if you want to read more books or whatever, read a chapter, like half a chapter a day for like a week. And then take a couple days off. And then get back into it. Maybe maybe pick up a, a full chapter the next time you go to start TJ, reading what was, again. what was the you last what book I mean? you read? <laughs> what? What are, bu- what are books? What do you mean? You're out here telling people to read a chapter. <laughs> no, like, I'm just saying. No, 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 no I'm no, using it no, as an example. No, okay. Like, that's what I'm saying. So, like, it doesn't – I feel like the, the obvious example and the easy one that everyone – not easy or everyone oh, would do oh. it. But the one that everyone goes to is, like, I want to be healthier. I want to eat better. But there's a lot more, you know, other things uh, I mean, out there. Probably, whether it there's be probably hobbies, other healthier things like you know? I'm going to not care about the Falcons so much. Um, yeah, I'm not for gonna, sure. I'm like a good New Year's resolution could be I'm not going to let Georgia emotion, emotionally devastate me. Yeah. Uh, every single year, like I think I think those are those are realistic. They're hard. That's going to be very hard. Absolutely. I'll say that's that's one thing that's kind of changed over the past six or seven years. You talk about getting into sports media, sports radio, and and. You know how it changes you and whatnot. I actually found myself like, I going out of coming out of high school and college and whatnot. I cared about every team that I liked, like just as much as I cared about Penn State. I can't do that, and I I couldn't either. It, it was it was I, you couldn't keep going. I don't it, have the know? emotional capacity to care that much. Exactly. Well, I mean that's what like I I for some reason I did for a little bit, and it was miserable it was terrible and i looked around and i was like why am i doing this all right i'm gonna i'm gonna care about penn state but not to an unhealthy level and then all those other teams just kind of make them like yeah i like them that's all right whatever so you're saying right now you don't care about penn state to an unhealthy level to an unhealthy level no no like <laughs> i smile when, as i say that. yeah okay i was gonna say like yeah. when penn state like they're what did they start the year? Like, what was the best regular start of the year? Like, 4-0, 5-0? Yeah, they were 5-0, yeah, yeah. Five, they're 5-0, and, and they lose. That yeah. had no mental, physical effect on you whatsoever? I mean, no, yeah, of course it did. Okay, yeah, so sure. that's probably an unhealthy <laughs> amount of caring. No, that's not. What do you mean? Of, no, if a sports team comprised of teenagers <laughs> losing a game, what are you, what are you a sports about? game, causes you physical pain, because people out there are saying, like, wait, it causes you physical pain? Yes. No, you know if what, you're actually... A, if you're a, I'm not going to say if you're a real fan, but if you're a real fan the amount of like mental anguish that you go to it like for the next like 36 to 48 hours there's a little bit of physical drain on you so there's a physical effect to being a fan and watching it lose these games like it's you get rough the first one was fine like oh because you're still like listen you're gonna drop one not only that well i did have that attitude but like i was also at that wedding when oh, we God, when yeah. Penn State oh, played yeah. Iowa. Hey, if your friends are listening, y'all still suck. <laughs> we had a, we had a great time, you know. Penn State lost, and it was it was, that was terrible. But I was That's like, all right, curse we can recover. We can go the next week against Illinois. That was the physical pain. So wait, no, that was I'm recap, gonna I'm just hold gonna, on to recap. Let's just mm, put it all out there. Let's just uh, that was terrible. There's like I think it might be in Russia. They have like one night a year where like like the people from the town will get together and just. If you got to beef with somebody, you got to beef with somebody. Just put it out there, right? Yeah. Just get get everything out in the open, right? Right. Uh, I, just I wanna, like that. Yeah. I just want to re bring this up. I don't like your friends who got married. Right. No problem. Who the hell schedules a wedding five six weeks into the college football season on a Saturday? Yeah. For those of you who weren't listening back then, PJ's friends schedule it 
during Iowa Penn State, which was a was that a top four matchup? That was a two versus three matchup. Holy hell! At the time, yeah, it was uh, it was terrible. You know did who you, also did you drink your pain away that night? Like Kid Rock, Kid Rock in that Cheryl Crow song. I I was no I was no drink you because away. we were having a good time. That's the thing. I, I will say. So I don't just know what it is. You just this pretended, isn't something I've talked about. You just pretended about. for a little bit that you weren't a Penn State fan. Yeah, yeah, just, just like, just like, yeah, just have a good time, support mm-hmm. the friends. Also, like, I don't know what it is. This is something I've never talked about, like on here. I don't think. Oh, PJ's revealing things, dude. I love weddings. Like weddings. Yeah, you've talked about this a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. weddings are my thing. Like, I, so like, define wedding, them as your thing. Like, wedding PJ came out, and I was a good time the whole time. So like, I went up, checked the score, was like, we're really about to lose to Iowa, and then I, once I walked out of the room, I was like, let's go. Get back into it. No, see, Tom Segura has talked about this before. Like, are weddings your thing, or are they like a lot of people's thing? I mean, I feel like every like a lot of people think so are, weddings so are, they, are, they, are they thing. I mean, thing? That, like, that's fine. Are they your thing? That's f- are they your thing? Is anything yes, anyone's yes, thing? Yes. yes. No, Green, I don't no, think it is. Green, white, and checkered really is your thing. That's a nat. It's a NASCAR show. But it's At your the end thing. Of the day, a lot but of other people thing. have NASCAR shows. Yeah, but not green, white, that and are checkered. Their but not green, white, and checkered. And are theirs as good as yours? No. Well, I appreciate that. You're Thank welcome. you so much. Uh, that's a that's a nice compliment. But like, yeah, I, weddings are great. I love weddings. That's, that's your great thing. times. I let no. myself go at weddings. I do. Like clothes off? No, no, no. That's not it. <laughs> letting yourself go at an event or or whatever or just you know getting out there doesn't always have to end. What does with getting clothes out off. there look like for PJ Zuko? <laughs> so let my guard down, man. Just just I'm a lot less. Uh, I, I don't even know the word. Like letting your guard down in terms of like emotionally just finally admitting that, yeah, maybe we wasted the prime of Saquon Barkley. All right, look, maybe we wasted that. Oh, we did. No, I knew, I've known that for years. I've, I've, I've said for a long time, and I hope they hear me, that like the coaching staff <laughs> since 2016, with the exception maybe of Brent Pry, who is now at Virginia Tech, the coaching staff at, at Penn State has been more – Subpart like if, wow. if if the talent level of the players is an A, Good the afternoon. coaching staff has been like a C plus. Wow, they've been holding back the players. Let it loose, PJ. They have been. You got pain in your heart. Let it out. I mean, I, that's something we I've talked at, about. We, a lot. we are at that villager meeting where fun. we're just we're getting our beefs out. I just don't know why we're talking about it on second down. But you know it is what? what it is. If you're listening, and I know you are <laughs> out there, and you and you got something you want to get off your chest, nine one two three four two seven one eight four. You call in. <laughs> you let us know what you want to get off are your we, chest. Wait a minute. This is something that that someone used to used to work here used to be big about. Are we airing our grievances right now? Who is holding back? Now? Is that what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Kevin Thomas just dropping a Matt McGloin on us. Uh, that just shows how old he is. That was 2011. No, if you're if you're mad at if you're mad at something in, inside of college football and you just and you just want to let that go before you enter 2022, you just want you want to leave that in 2021. Let it off your chest. Nine one two three four two seven one eight four. If you got something to say about us, if you oh, if man. you don't like something we're doing up here, that's fine. If you just don't like my face, I mean, because you can't not like PJ's face. Look at it. Stop it. No, Look this is it. bad. If you got something to I, say, 912-342-7184. We want to hear your grievances. I want to come back, though. I had an interesting thought. Uh, Mario Cristobal, now the head coach in Miami. There's a lot of question marks about him in regards to some of his previous stops. Obviously, he's a Miami guy, and they're really excited to have him back. But I think there's like an unfair knock on his resume that I want to dive into because it just kind of revolves around the NFL 
and college football. We're going to dive into that when we come back. We're also getting you ready for the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Woo! Much more famous than either one of us. Kent State, Wyoming coming up for you at 3.30. We'll have pregame coverage for you starting at 3 o'clock. This is Second Down on ESPN Radio. We'll be back after this. Second Down on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source. Christian Gokel alongside PJ Zuko. Glad to have you all hanging out as we get you ready for the famous, not the, just, not just the potato bowl. No. The famous Idaho potato bowl coming up at 3.30. Pre-game coverage starting here on ESPN Radio at 3 o'clock. I said it, Mario Cristobal to Miami, obviously kind of old news at this point. Just one of many coaching changes in the biggest coaching carousel maybe in the history of college football. I don't know. Maybe not maybe. Maybe just period. Wrap your mind around what I just said there. Uh, yeah, I I try not to. <laughs> PJ, much like everyone else, mine just shut off until like January 3rd. Uh, but there, there seems to be an unfair knock around Mario Cristobal. Now, I'll, I'll hear this, right? You, you fire Manny Diaz, who finished the season on a fairly high note. Right, winning a bunch of football games, beating a rival, right, into the season on a high note. But it just it seemed before that, kind of even maybe at the beginning of the season, you get trounced by Alabama. Mm-hmm. You can tell you're nowhere close to being ready. And then as the season goes, and obviously we see bookended, Alabama is really good. But as the season goes, people are like, man, Alabama's kind of struggled a little bit, and you got just absolutely demolished by them to open the season. Manny Diaz is gone. You bring in the guy that was your top target, Mario Cristobal. You get him from what I would argue argue is right now a better job in terms of just winning as of recently. Yeah. Uh, Oregon's been, I guess, higher stature than Miami as of the last decade or so. Mm -hmm. Uh, Get him back there, and now the knocks start coming. You fire Manny Diaz, you get a guy who lost to a team twice in the last couple weeks of the season and got just trounced by Utah a couple times. Controlled. Yeah, and then then people start looking back a couple years and they go, and you wasted Justin Herbert? Yeah. It's right. like you you had Justin Herbert, who I believe his the Chargers as of right now have eight wins mm-hmm. this season and I think they're pretty much locked into the playoffs and he's just making these like rocket throws all over the field. Like I can't even think of somebody to compare him to just because the way he delivers the ball is so unique. He's super athletic, just making all kinds of plays. People are like, Why wasn't this dude Joe Burrow in college? Yeah. Right? And we hear this all the time with coaches, like why, uh, if you want to go locally, people go, why do you go with Jake Fromm over Justin Fields, right? Like why, why are you choosing this? Uh, as of right now, the big question around Georgia is, why do you go Stetson Bennett over JT Daniels? Like why, why are you doing this? This guy's clearly a bigger NFL talent than the other guy, right? I don't think that's fair. In the NFL, you have, it used to be 16, now you have a 17-week sample size where we've seen before, you can lose seven times and still win the championship. Mm-hmm. So you have seven or you have 17 chances, yeah, to go out there and just let it fly open and hope it works. Right? And if it doesn't, how many times have we seen really good teams? We just saw damn Tom Brady get shut out yeah. by the Saints, right? It's the NFL. It's going to happen. It's that equal, about as equal as it can get for a talent structure across yeah. the board. In college, you have to be buttoned up tight mm-hmm. from week one. Right. So there's no like, hey, we're going to send Justin Fields out four wide at Georgia and just let him go as a true freshman. Yeah. Because Kirby Smart is paid to win 11, 12 games a year 
at Georgia at least. Mm -hmm. And you can't do that if you're putting a freshman slash a rookie out there to go out there and play and because they're going to make those mistakes. Yeah. So I, I just don't think it's a fair thing. We hear it with coaches a lot where it's like, dude, they had this quarterback. How did they not do more? Now, can it work sometimes? Certainly. Uh, we saw it with Joe Burrow a couple years ago where it was just Ed Orgeron saying, our defense is kind of good. We have this quarterback who's really good. We're just going to go wide open. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And know it worked. It worked really well. Yeah, and, they, and they won a national championship. Yeah. But I think what is much more common is you're going to see coaches put the guy out there that is the least volatile. And you just kind of have to go out there with that fulcrum of saying like talent versus consistency. Where can I get that to the best point? Whichever quarterback gives me that yeah. is the one you're going to see. And like that right there is the reason when in 2018 you have Jake Fromm starting over Justin Fields. Right. Is yeah, was he this uber talented true freshman? Thousand percent. Was he more talented than Jake Fromm? I don't think that's a question anymore. Yeah. Right? But one guy had played what fifteen games for you the year before? Mm-hmm. And the other guy was a high schooler the year before. Yeah. Like in college, I, j- I just don't think it's fair to hold that above these coaches' heads and say, you had this dude and you didn't do anything with him, right? Like if you're, you have Justin Herbert at Oregon, it's really hard to go out there and just go four wide with him and just let him throw bombs all the time. Your job is to win football games. It's, I think it's an interesting dynamic. In hindsight, it's always 2020. Yeah, absolutely, and and I hate when that's a knock. It's it's funny. I said that about uh, about Penn State uh, um, at the end of the last segment. And now I'm saying this, but I I do very much just like when when coaches have something like this hovering above their head and people keep bringing it up as well uh, because it it makes the insinuation that this isn't a team game anymore right like you had this one guy how did you not go out and dominate every single game which I think. One, like you were talking about, brings it to the NFL in a sense of, yeah, Justin Herbert's made some extremely, like, just insane throws in the NFL so far. He's also had a few games where he hasn't played that well. He's yeah. also had those losses. He's also had those those bad throws. So, I mean, you, you're seeing that, but everyone focuses yeah, there's on no, the great there's ones. There's no room for error in college football right like maybe one week you get right. like one week where you can have an off week but besides that you have to be perfect if your ultimate goal is to win championship yeah right in the nfl you probably have like 40 to 45 percent room for error right throughout a season where you can go out there and experiment and let him make mistakes for sure yeah and and just so that's a big part of that and just just getting back to the team thing i, I mean also, you have to have everything, I feel like, click and, and ride in sync when you have those extremely like crazy years that, that some people have, like Joe Burrows and, and like Cam Newton's. Obviously, he was, you know, insane Superman. But, like, to put that solely on Mario Cristobal, I don't think is, is fair at all. Maybe, maybe the offense wasn't perfectly what Justin Herbert was comfortable in. Maybe it wasn't perfectly what the wide receivers were comfortable in or they weren't living up to the hype right. or or the offensive linemen wasn't but weren't playing that way. Like there's so many different factors that can go into I mean, that. Dude, yeah, we go and, we go down to like we can talk about NFL and college. We can go down like the hash marks. Yeah. Like the hash marks yeah, in the NFL, sure. I think they're like eighteen feet apart where in college it's like 
40 feet. And so it's just, it completely changes the game. You have the entire mm-hmm. field to throw to every single down. Right. Versus in college, you have a you, you have a legitimate strong side and a weak side every time. So you have the full field to throw to in the NFL versus it can it can get pretty dicey trying to throw towards the sideline when you have those hash marks in college football. It's just, it's why it seems difficult. It's why the NFL is a little bit more catered towards throwing the football. Yeah. I, I think it also kind of, one, discredits the, the great years that maybe other teams had, those years that, that Mario yeah. Cristobal and Justin Herbert were together at Oregon, and two, discredits the years that they had. Did they win three national championships while Justin Herbert? No, of course not. But let's not forget that they were nine, 10, 11 win seasons, I, I believe, every single year that Herbert was there and won a Rose Bowl. Like, it's not like he didn't do anything with Mario Cristobal and Cristobal didn't do anything with Herbert. They had very solid years, I believe, every single year he was there at Oregon. So did they get that national championship? Did he light up the scoreboard and throw 70 touchdowns? No. But I don't think with Mario Cristobal's type of, of scheme and, you know, play style and, yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, they, they got better was. every single year, right? So, like, yeah. as a freshman, 4-8, and eight, uh, as a sophomore, 7-6, and six, as a a junior nine and four and as a senior 12 and 12 rose bowl champs yeah so it just got better like you said got better and progressed every single year that that they were together and obviously that herbert was uh there in college so yeah like you said for all of those reasons i don't i don't read into that very much i don't think that's very fair um mostly because i think it discredits not only the coaching job but also what the rest of the team did around him and and how how good were they because you know well, you, it's I, a it's a team game we all know that you I know mean, i'm gonna always navigate to this but to me it's also why what cam newton did yeah with auburn in 2010 is just so nuts because they put that entire offense through him mm-hmm. right versus like in the like we said inside of college football it's a it's a team sport. You have to build around your team. When you look at go back and look at 2019 LSU, which I think Joe Burrow got about as close to the best championship season for a quarterback to Cam Newton that we'll see. And you look at what he had. He's throwing to two first round pick wide receiver, two top ten picks exactly. wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, and Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Uh, he had the the best offensive line in college football. He had a first-round pick at running back. He had all this crazy stuff he was throwing to, so more so than I think just turning Joe Burrow loose It was saying, I think, because Clyde Edwards-Lair led the SEC in rushing that year, yeah. right? So it's like... And I think they've yeah. proved in the NFL yeah. that Joe Burrow didn't make them. Like, yeah. they, they were yeah. all just that good. Correct. And so you just you just had one of those freaky offenses that had that many great players. First is you have Cam Newton, and I think he was the... Yeah, he was the only guy on that offense to take a snap in the NFL. Yeah. And they did. They won the national championship. And that just proves it even more. You can't point to that as an example. That is an outlier. That yeah. is the outlier of all outliers. Like, you can't you can't use that as the reason why Justin Herbert so, should have like, been better. But it's like right. Cam Newton, like very similar to a Lamar Jackson, right? Where it's just like this guy's or uh, I'm trying to think of another quarterback that just like was the reason their team was that good. I think you can kind of do that with now. I know they weren't win a national championships either but like you can kind of do that with rg3 in college yeah i mean he had a he had a pretty they, good they, wide receiver a lot, there's an there, argument that they should have been a top four team yeah yeah so, so i mean i think i think that's one um maybe baker but i mean oklahoma maybe. always makes it 
Yeah, and they, they had some pretty, some pretty solid guys there too. Uh, I think they're they're running back at that. Well, point Mark Andrews really is good. in the yeah. NFL now. Right, right. But really, so. nobody defensively. No, yeah, they were yeah. carrying every every game. Like I think that was that was the when he was there, they were winning like uh, beating Texas like 60 to 58 or something like that. It's just insane. Now, um, and I'll say this. Obviously, the best teams in college football, like 2019 LSU or you go back to 2005 Texas, those teams, it's like when you have the great team and the super talented quarterback yeah. and you can just kind of let him cook because, say, you know your defense can go out there and stop somebody if you need to get a stop. Like, look at LSU. How many times – then people don't really talk about this, but a lot of times they just didn't have third downs, period. But a lot of times they would score so fast – that the defense had to play a lot more snaps than LSU was used to. It was a complete just culture change yeah. for LSU out there versus they were like, hey, we only want our defense on there 50 to 60 snaps a game, and we just want to play great defense, score enough points to win. Flip that, you get this team, and you're like, we don't care if we give up 30 as long as we score 40. Right. So it's just that identity change. But again, to blame a coach once a kid starts thriving in the NFL and saying like, dude, you could have done so much more with him. And also, just as like people, our minds evolved so much from the time we're like 19 to the time we're 23. Yeah, it's not even funny. So I, I just, I, there's a lot of criticism you can put out there. I think the number one thing for Mario Cristobal, I would say, is you got your butt handed to you on a plate twice by Utah yeah. to finish, and then you took over another job. That's so concerning. Yeah, I would be more concerned about that than the fact that, you know, he only won a Rose Bowl with Justin Herbert. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just a Rose Bowl. That's what it is. And I always say this, too. It's like saying uh, teams in the NFL or quarterbacks in the NFL who haven't won a Super Bowl while Tom Brady's playing. I will, I'm not going to fault anybody, any head coach over the last decade for not winning a national championship while they're having to coach the same game as Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, I don't think that's a really fair criticism to give any coaches. This is Second Down on ESPN Radio. Christian O'Kell alongside PJ Zuko here leading you up to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl that's kicking off at 3.30. Got pregame coverage coming to you at 3 o'clock. We're going to take a quick break here. We got more on second down after this. Second down on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source. Christian Gokel alongside PJ Zuko here taking you up to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl right here on ESPN Radio. Pregame coverage starting for you at 3 o'clock. All right, PJ. How much Christmas shopping have you have you gotten done? <laughs> But you're headed up to the old PA pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heading up there tomorrow and uh, did some last week, did some last night, finishing up tonight. So finishing up tonight, this is this is uh, kind of a, a tradition I have. I do wait. Now, I, I get the theory about this, right? Like everyone's always like, oh, you wait to the last minute. Uh, it's it's because you're procrastinating, blah blah blah. I was talking to someone the other day. I really like. I try to be thoughtful with my gifts. I think everyone does. To well, I think some people do. I think other people are just like, you know, I, you know, the, some people are great gift givers, right? Some some people just like like think of something from someone's like some they said they like or whatever, and they mm-hmm. get that. Some people are just like, ah, they might like this. We'll see, you know. So I I like to make sure that I'm getting something that someone needs and or is very much interested in. So I I wait for a while, put a lot of thought into it, try to as much as possible. Um, so that's why I kind of get everything this last week of Christmas. I wrap everything on Christmas Eve and obviously... On Christmas know, Eve, that is a dangerous game. Wrap it on Christmas game. Eve, that's what I do. I, I wake up Christmas Eve morning... 
wake up, get a cup of coffee, get breakfast, and wrap my uh, wrap my presents. PJ, I'm sorry I have to break in here. Uh, our former producer Cody Queen texting in, uh, saying bowl game stink. Come on, man. I'm just gonna look what? him. In the, I'm looking him in the How? eye right here. Look you in the eye while I do this, Cody. <sighs> you stink. You stink. I'm sorry. After that take. Yeah. He's right. Yeah, you stink, Cody. Why do you do? Why do you do this? Anyway, we're gonna carry on here. As we <laughs> I, I saw up. you like as yeah. I was talking. I saw you do that, like yeah. read that, and then mouth something, and I yeah. was like, "What is he doing? What is what is so wrong with what I'm saying right now?" Well, okay. So what? What's the greatest gift? Like when you opened it that you have oh, ever no. received? Is like the original Xbox? You're you're putting. Uh, I don't know. One one that definitely comes to mind. I didn't know how much I was going to enjoy the original Xbox uh-huh. with, with Halo with it because like this is the thing me and my oldest brother Tony were PS PlayStation people sure so like we, we played PlayStation all the time really enjoyed some of the games on there and then Mario was like came home from friend's house one night and was like we gotta get Halo but we have to get an Xbox and we were just like uh, <laughs> I, I just I, <laughs> I picture your brother like bursting in like sweaty and out of <laughs> yeah, breath just, like we have to get Halo. This has to happen. Uh, so we we were still relatively young, but like, nah, he was he was he was adamant about it. So, what's pretty cool actually too is we had my dad on the phone. Uh, he was stationed in Iraq at that point, um, and he and worked, he was like, guys, yeah, you gotta yeah, get Halo. He he worked with with my mom obviously uh, to to get Halo with the Xbox for us, and and at that point I had no idea how much I was gonna enjoy it and how many good times it was gonna gonna bring. So, uh, in retrospect, I guess I would say that, but I was pretty glowing and happy when I opened my uh, number three Dion Butler Penn State jersey. Oh baby, That's, you still got that bad boy? Yes, yeah, yeah still wear it on game days. So, uh, Uncle Mike, Aunt Brenda. Credit to you guys for sure, uh, but but yeah, that one of my favorite play, uh, one of favorite Penn State players all time, and uh, obviously you don't have the name on the back, but sure. you know I remember who it is for sure, and uh, I still remember that moment. So there's a lot of re- amazing ones that that you know come to mind too, but that one's pretty pretty high up there. So like, obviously all the video games like definitely make the list. Like I'd say I'm trying to think of the ones I got for Christmas, N64 for sure. PS2, and then the Xbox 360. Like, yeah. those were all very significant mm-hmm. portions of my childhood. But there's also some that just, like, stick out in my mind. Like, my grandma got me, like, the Mark McGuire 2000, <laughs> which is just, like, this big, like, foam bat. But not, like, the weak foam. It was, like, yeah. it had, like, a sturdy PVC interior to it. It was, like, big and red and kind of, like, had a like, metal on it as well. Like, fake metal, obviously. But it, like, yeah. looked almost, like, robotic when you went up there. And that thing would launch a baseball. I spent so much time out in the yard just kind of throwing balls up to myself and just trying to launch them. Like, I, I definitely remember that. But no, the, the video games, obviously, are always going to come down to it. Now I'm like, I'm, I'm amped up if I get like button-down shirts and underwear and socks. I'm yep. like, that's, some, that's something I ain't got to buy. Exactly. I, I appreciate y'all uh, for that, but nobody wants to buy underwear for a grown man, which, you know, I, I, don't, think that's, I don't think that's cool. I think... We should make that acceptable now. I want to, I want to hit you with a quiz sure. here real quick because I've pulled this up. It's a list of the most popular Christmas gifts uh, throughout the years, but staying kind of in your lane. I want to see how close you can get to some of the years here. Uh, so what year was PlayStation, just the OG PlayStation, 
listed as the top gift? Um, OG PlayStation. I think it came out a little bit before the original Xbox. Uh, 1999? Close-ish. 1995. Wow, is that Yeah, the original PlayStation, 1995. Holy cow. It actually beat the Nintendo 64 to the punch. Yeah. The 64 came out in 1997. See, in my head, that's not how that works, right? Because we had the N64 yeah. before the P- PlayStation that we had. Maybe I'm thinking of a PS2. I'm not sure. But uh, N64 had a bunch of good times with that, too. I mean, yeah, yeah, had, uh, yeah, had, uh, 007. Uh, what was it? Uh, was it? Uh, an N64? Oh, brother, we can go for days. We can go to Mario 64. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, uh, you you had the 007 the game. Smash you had like, Bros. the hockey games, Super yeah. Smash Brothers, um, Super Mario Kart. You had like Zelda. And oh, man, yeah. Yeah, there was yeah. a hockey game on there. Um, like the Ninja Gaiden stuff. Yes, yes. Uh, there that was, was another more PlayStation. One. Dude, did you ever get to play uh, Pokemon Arena? Oh, yeah. Yes. You had like the Pokemon game too where you go and just take pictures of no, Pokemon. You know, like, next level was... It was awesome. The GameCube. I never had a GameCube because I just I, I wasn't that into it. Yeah. Uh, but seeing people like take their cartridges out of their like Game Boy, <laughs> yeah. and they had like the adapter, and they mm-hmm. could like put their Pokemon on the GameCube. That was like next. And level. then the, the next yeah. thing that blew my mind from that was back in the day when we actually had an NCAA football game, which hopefully we have again soon. The career. Like the where you like the the Heisman career, like where you yes. go through and you create your own character and you commit to a school and you play for four years and then you could import him into Madden, and then the so good. then the heartbreak of playing four years and throwing for like sixteen thousand yards and winning three Heisman's and four national championships and then you're like a third round pick by the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, you're like I don't want to play for this team after I all that. Like third round pick. What in the world? What is this? And then you get you get oh, like it's it's grading time. What what grade am I gonna get in Madden? Yeah. I'm a seventy one. Yeah, what? I'm a, I'm a third round. I want three Heisman. <laughs> what is this? This is ridiculous. All right, what year did the original Xbox come out in PJ? Uh, that was two thousand one. Let's go. Yeah. Look at it. it came out in two thousand one. Mm-hmm. It was the top gift in two thousand two. Do you care to guess? Just oh, like because it's all toys. What the? Can you, can you name just another franchise from two thousand two that would have been popular? Just toy-wise. Oh, God. Uh, I'm just going to save you. Bratz dolls, Rapunzel Barbie, oh, wow. Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah! And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Of course. Right. I thought that would have been more like 90s for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but they're, they're always popular. So maybe, maybe a new show came out or something like that. Maybe. All right. What year did the Xbox 360 top the charts? Um... That was that, and then that was on the original uh, 2007. Close, 2005. Really? So only like four years between the OG Xbox and the Xbox 360. Uh, That same year, the Tomagotchi Connection, Nintendo DS, iPad Nano, and Star Wars Electronic Lightsabers. Goodness gracious. 2005 was a good year. That was a good Christmas. I was I was walking around like and and don't underestimate the lightsabers, right? Because I don't care what age you are. I was walking around uh, a store with with my friend literally last night, toy shopping for my little nephews and uh, my. So you haven't done any Christmas shopping yet, PJ? 
No, I did. I did some. All I right. did. I did right. some last right. week, and, and I'm finishing tonight. But no, I was walking around, saw a couple of lightsabers. You know, your boys took out the lightsabers and, and had mm-hmm. straight up had a duel right there in in Target. Well, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Uh, the very, very next year in 2006, the Nintendo Wii yeah. hits the wow. scene, and that thing still slaps. Like yeah. I don't care what anybody says. If you think you can take me on a Wii baseball, you got another thing coming. I can't believe I'll, that was 06. Yeah, I'll fight you all day in some Wii golf as well. I still remember getting the Wii for the first time. Like All the cousins got it, and somebody brought it to my grandparents' house, and my grandpa was watching us play it, and he's a big-time golfer, and he was mad because he's like, that ain't real golf. Right. Well, well we, it's, it's a video game. It's like, that's not real golf. <laughs> All right, man. We're just gonna have. We're, just, we're sorry. All right, last one. Just, just need a hazard to guess here. PS3. Um. Well, if that was probably two thousand, I'm gonna go with two thousand seven again. Nailed it. Two thousand seven. Okay. Right. Also, Guitar Hero three, iPod Touch. Yeah. And the WWE playset. Wow. Topping out the list in two thousand. Seven. I mean, I love it, man. I wonder. I wonder what kids are looking for now. I don't know. Probably like Fortnite characters or something like play characters and stuff. Just skins, Fortnite skins. I will say that, like, I'm 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 kind of in heaven right now because new Halo came out and whatnot. So, like, I was walking around Target. There was a lot of of Halo toys there. Yeah. And I'm gonna be sad to give it away. And I, it's one of those things that like. I don't even really know if and if they're listening right now. Like, sorry if I spoil this, but I'm, I, I don't think they are. I don't even know if they've been introduced to that game in particular, or you know, they're pretty young. Just like war, you know, just the concept of it, you know. But it is what it is. So uh, if anyone knows what this is, I got one of my nephews a toy needler. Oh, okay, a little Halo action going yes. on. Yep. And I, I couldn't believe they had it. I was like, I don't care how much this is. I'm getting it. So now he's just going to be running around the house shooting well, things at the walls. What stinks is... I'm, I'm probably going to have to repaint a lot while good. I'm up there. Good. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, you should. But because you're getting these people gifts that can fire at other people. Yeah, uh, it's great. The, the thing that stinks now, though, is you literally can't look up. Like, I can go back, back to, like, 2018 and, like, look up lists of, like, the most popular gifts. And it's actually, like, the most popular gifts. Now all of, like, the links are just, like... Here's the 25 most popular Christmas gifts 2021, and it's literally just paid advertisements of for all of the products. It's like, yes, of course, this thing that washes your feet while you watch TV for 24.99. That's the most popular Christmas gift. That's going what every on right now. All right. That's what every nine-year-old wants. Correct. Yeah. For Let's sure. get the, get that. We want just get us an N64, and we'll be happy. Get the heck out of here. We got yeah. more to come here on Second Down. We'll be right back after this. Santa and Rudolph visiting Tuscaloosa early this year. Some breaking news while we were in the break. Former Georgia Tech running back and All-American all-purpose guy, Jameer Gibbs, has committed to Alabama. How about that? So now two of the top transfers in the transfer portal, both heading to Tuscaloosa as a few days ago, Eli Ricks, he was a freshman All-American at LSU a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Is headed to the Tide as well. So, uh, if I can give you any friendly wager advice, just go ahead and 
bet the house on Alabama 2023 national champions? Yeah, I think that's safe every year. Oh, how does that work? If they play in 22, but they play the championship in 2023, are they technically the 2022 national champions? So just bet it on them yeah. being the 2022 national champions. Right. No, completely agree. And uh, right there with you, I think that's a safe bet almost every year. Uh, but I, I think the more we see uh, Nick Saban being there at Alabama, them keeping the success, and of course, um, that these these transfer rules kind of getting more loose, which which I I am not saying I have a problem with, but this is going to happen more and more. It just is. Uh, yep. They they want to go and play for the best team, and they think they're be- they're the best players in the country. Which I think, like you said, those two guys can now show that at Alabama, and uh, certain certainly will. Uh, just nothing nothing but good things for that uh, rolling tide there. And kind of a punch to the gut for Jeff Collins there as he loses his clearly the best player on Georgia Tech's football team after a really tough season. Again, we got the famous Idaho Potato Bowl coming up next. Pre-game coverage starts for you after the break, and then we'll have live game coverage coming up for you at 3.30. For PJ Zuko, I am Christian Gokel. We'll talk to everyone tomorrow. Come on, come on.